Hello, everyone. Welcome back to an old Fat Guy's Opinions podcast. <clears throat> this is John. So a few topics today I want to voice my opinion and frustration about. Um, you know, the first thing is, is, you know, here it is. It's Monday morning. Um, do you ever have anyone that comes up to you on a Monday and says good morning or happy Monday? Those people deserve to be smacked right upside the fucking head. There is never anything good about Monday. Um, there is actually never anything good about Monday. I mean, a morning, unless you're um, talking about Saturday or Sunday. Um, but Sunday is debatable because uh, Sunday is one day closer to having to go back to the freaking prison we have to go to to be able to survive. Um, but yeah, I mean, in all honesty, anyone that says... Good morning. It even makes me sick to my stomach to even say it because I hate saying good morning. Um, or happy Monday. Um, those people either need to be immediately drug tested or be put on a 24-hour uh, mandatory psychological hold. Because if anyone enjoys Mondays, uh, they have a real, real problem. <clears throat> but anyway, let's go ahead and get into it. Um, so... First topic I want to bring up is employers um, and bosses, all right? Um, how many of you have ever had a boss that um, tells you that they support you and they and they want you to be good and, you know, they, they want you to um, grow and, and be better um, as a person and an employee? Um, and then when the shit hits the fan and their ass is on the line... All of a sudden, um, you're the one that's the trouble person, and you're the one that's getting called out. Um, that's actually what's going on with me, is I work at a school, um, a secondary school. Um, and I'm one of the highly rated instructors on campus. Everyone knows me. Um, when people want to come to class, um, if it's a friend or a family member of a uh, current student they ask for me um and they want me to be their instructor because they know i don't uh, treat them um, like children but here's the problem so as you do well and you start showing that you are um top tier um professional person and i'm not saying this to pat myself on the back or say I'm better than anyone or I have an ego, but this is just true facts. I have the backing. I have um, my student reviews. Um, I just have a lot of uh, proof. Well, <clears throat> my boss, um, who is in a position that has no business being in this position because um, she's never been a manager. She's never been in any type of authoritary figure. Authoritary figure. Um, but here she is, you know. Um, and she came to me about a year and a half ago, and she asked me to come back to teach. Uh, I was currently at a job, and I said I would come back part-time at night. Um, and then I ended up coming back full-time for a little bit. Um, and unfortunately, um, in any education position or, you know, at this place where I work, they don't pay you for shit. You know, 
Um, so I left and I went, I found another job and that's another story about another, um, manager. I didn't have any balls, but anyway, um, so I came back, um, and this, when I came back full time, the first, when I was here first full time, the program was like not doing well at all. And then when I started working and started getting the students involved and improving the curriculum and improving the way classes ran, um, then the program started taking off. All right. And then when I left, um, and I stayed just at nights, my boss took over the morning class and my, and my boss likes to yell and scream and, um, just likes to treat, um, students like kids, which I'm sorry, they're not kids. They're adults. They got out of high school. Um, so the class quality started falling off a little bit and students stopped coming all the time. They were having, um, just trouble getting people in, but the night class was taken off because I was in the night class. So when I got let go at my job that I had left the mornings for, um, she had asked me if I wanted to come back to mornings full time and I did. And when I came back, the students welcomed me with open arms because they knew that they were going to get treated with respect. So anyway, fine, kind of fast forward. Um, we had another campus on our campus that um, had to come on and they had their boss, uh, their program director and their instructor, and they caused living hell and nightmares for me. Um, just basically undermined me from the beginning because they didn't like the fact that my students, um, responded to my teaching style as well as they did. And her students were trying to learn from me instead of her. And so she got upset and she started undermining me and trying to make me look bad. My boss never once did anything. Um, and then, you know, just kind of top it all off, you know, moving along a little bit farther down the line. Um, I've had some students that were very disruptive and very rude and I called them out on it. And my boss always told me, I've got your back. I've got your back. Well, what's funny thing is, is fast forward to today. All right. Class enrollment is doing fine. Okay. Students are coming in, but the quality of students that they're bringing in is not good. Okay. These students, they don't, they're not students. Okay. There's, and what I mean by that is you have people that are in educate that are, are education worthy, meaning that they can come in and they can be taught. They will listen and they will follow the instructions and they will want to better themselves. And then you have these students that come in that are like, yes, I want to go to school. But then they also realize that, Hey, while I'm in school, I get money from the government. So that's why a lot of these students come to class is so they can get money. Little do they know they got to pay this back. So anyway, these students come in, they're not really well taught. I, you can't get through to them. They fail. They don't do their assignments. So that's the problem is they're, the students that they're bringing in um, are not wanting to pay attention and not wanting to learn. Well, that's affecting her because a lot of students are failing. So now her ass is on the line because um, these students are not graduating. They're not going in and failing. Um, fill in their obligations after they graduate. 
And all of a sudden now, it's my fault. All right, I am not in control of that, but there was this position that came up. And this position is a major upgrade from what I'm doing. And I would be my boss's boss, and I would be the boss of the other person that was here on campus that was basically undermining me the whole time. And when I applied for this position, I was like, you know, I know they're going to find out, and I know how it's going to be. Well, yeah, they basically have fucked me. They have literally fucked me good, all right? They literally have found all this negative shit that was said four fucking months ago, okay? Four fucking months months ago. And now they're bringing it up. Okay. They're undermining me. They're trying to fuck me so I can't get a promotion because I like working here. I like the, um, I like the institution, but I cannot afford to live on what I'm making. All right. But anyway, yeah. So she calls me in the office and she tells me this and that. And she says, I know it's not you. I know it's the students. I've got your back yada, yada, yada. And she goes, unfortunately, if it happens again, you get written up. And I'm like, well, okay. I left it alone and I left, you know. Oh, I get home and I look at the emails. She basically fucking emailed me and my, and um, her boss and the other uh, campus director here and basically said that we talked and I agreed that, you know, I was, I was to blame and stuff like that. That's not what fucking happened. I was told by her, I believe what you're saying, but no, to cover her fucking ass so she looks good to her boss, she sold me out, sold me out so fucking hard. And that's what I'm talking about with bosses is you can't fucking trust them. You can't trust anyone. They are so fucking two-faced. They don't want you to succeed. They tell you they want you to succeed, but they don't want you to succeed because if you succeed and you move somewhere else, that means they got to work that fucking much harder because you're not doing their job for them. All right. I literally have made this program so much better without her help by me just coming in, understanding what needs to be done, working in the field for 20 plus years. Okay. And bringing what I know to the program and what I know will help. She never once fucking got any, anything, you know, I've had students, you know, I had a student the other, last graduation get up and say, oh, how wonderful, uh, Mr. Ross was. Did that ever get brought up? Fuck no. The only thing that's been brought up is the negative. And that's the thing I fucking can't stand. When I was a manager, I always made sure I brought up the positive effects with my, with my staff. If they did something great, I praised them for it. Yeah. If they did something bad, I talked to them about it, but I never once ignored the fucking positives and it's brought up the negatives. There's a there's our campus director, all right? This guy, I don't know. He is one of those people that you can't fucking trust because he he looks like he's got the little squirrely eyes that you can't freaking, you know, they're, they're just always looking like they're untrustworthy. This motherfucker has not said one fucking word to me in four months, okay? One fucking word because he believes what the student says. Instead of being a a person of um, integrity and coming up and asking me about this. No, he takes the chicken shit fucking route and looks down at the ground and I have to initiate conversation with him. You know what? Fuck it. I ain't doing no fucking more. 
you know, I'm all about getting mine now, all right, I'm gonna get mine, screw everyone else, all right, I'm out there with my resume out there getting, um, applications in, trying to get out of this place, all right? The problem is, is I love my students. I really do. I enjoy teaching them. I enjoy interacting with them. And they're the ones that are going to suffer because I know what's going to happen. They're going to bring these two little freaking trolls that are so fully engulfed in my boss's ass down, and they're going to start taking over my course. And my students don't like them. So what's going to happen is they're going to have a lot of students drop or a lot of students fail and this program is going to go to shit. And I'm happy for it if it does. You know, fuck them. You know, I, I'm getting mine, you know, as to say. I'm going to start getting mine. I'm going to start looking out just for me. Because that's obviously what happens at this, at this um, organization, all right? Basically happens everywhere. But, yeah, I just, I can't take it. it, it it's just... You work your ass off to make people better, and the way they pay you back is to fucking sell you out. You know, I've never done that in my life, in my career. Never. Yeah. And she goes around saying that she is a Christian, and she loves God. Yeah, if you love God and you're a Christian, you don't go and screw the people that got you where you got, how you got there. All right? But anyway, it is what it is. I really don't. Yeah, it's, it's rather frustrating. Um, and then the next topic, uh, you know, have you ever noticed um, what brands of cars are the most ignorant and most asshole drivers? Um, I have to say the European cars, they feel like they just have um, the right of way anywhere. It's like they have a class when they buy these cars at the dealership. They pull them in and it's called Asshole Driving 101. Um yeah, I just laugh. I just laugh whenever I see these fucking Mercedes and BMWs and Audis um, just trying to force their way in. If they're trying to force their way in in front of me, I just keep right next to them. They can go fuck themselves. I don't have fucking time for this shit. Um, and then, of course, you know, there'll be a lot of people here pissed, but you have the Dodge uh, family, you know. Every asshole that thinks that they can drive a fast car or every asshole... Um, that wants to be popular or try to get um, people to like them or get some honeys in the bed. They go and buy these fucking challengers and chargers. Yeah, and, and they can't drive for shit. You know, all you do, all they do is hit the freaking gas pedal. That's all they freaking do. And it's so funny because you can look at them and they think that they're so cool because they're in this car and you're just like, whatever, you fucking loser. And you ask them about the car and they basically recite the build sheet and the owner's manual and stuff like that and what's on the internet. You can tell a true car guy, someone that enjoys cars, when you can sit down and talk to them and they will tell you everything about that car. Everything. And it doesn't sound like they're regurgitating any information off the internet. You know, that's the thing is everyone... Um, just goes by what they want to do instead of um, being an individual and doing your own thing. They always have to follow um, in the herd mentality. And that's what's wrong with today's society. Because everyone wants to be seen and popular and they want to have people talk to them. 
uh, instead of being an individual and making sure um, that you can live on your own. You know, the thing is, is with me and in my whole life, I have never once uh, wanted to be well-liked or popular. I am perfectly fine with the way I am. Uh, my, my mantra my whole life has been, I don't give a shit what people think about me. I'm going to be myself. And that's exactly how I've been my whole life. Um, yeah, I might be a little bit rough on the edges. I might say what I want. I have no filter, but when it's time for me to go from this earth, the people that have known me for years and the people that have been in my life are going to know that I live my life the way I wanted to. And I didn't sell myself out for people. And I think that might be somewhat of my problem is that uh, I'm not going to change for anything. I'm not. Um, I warn everybody when I meet them. I'm like, I'm a fun guy, but I can also be a person that um, can offend you real quick because I don't have a filter. I really don't. The only thing that I will do is I will not use foul language when I'm at work. I will not use foul language anywhere that is um, in front of anyone um, that is has respect. That, that um, you know, like um, a minister or uh, just an older generation. You know, I, I respect them, so I don't typically uh, drop the f bombs or anything like that. I don't even really drop the f bombs in school. I tell my students that you have to be um, professional. But yeah, these people nowadays, man, they don't care. They just uh, they just do their own thing. But um, yeah, these um, people with these cars, I just laugh, you know. And then you have uh, you have these elect you have these electric cars, and this is funny. You see these damn electric cars, like your Teslas and stuff like that. I always laugh when you're sitting there, and they take off like a bat out of hell and they're flooring it. And I'm just like, keep flooring it, buddy, because you're going to have to go find a charging station. And those charging stations aren't very easy to find when I can just pull up at a gas station and fill up. But yeah, these, yeah, I don't know. And then, uh, you know, just another thing is family. How many of you have family member that absolutely drives you freaking crazy? Okay. That, you look at and you love, but at the same time, uh, you could go to prison because of them. You know, I have, uh, I have two of them in my house. Okay. Um, I have my sister, my parents, um, back in when she was born, she was born with a mild case of cerebral palsy, totally functional, can do a lot of stuff, but my parents raised her, uh, to be different than everyone else, which back in those days, you know, that's how you did it. But fast forward 50 years from now, both parents are dead. And I have this sister that can't function because my parents treated her differently. All right. So she is very gullible and she doesn't really have anything in her life. Okay. My mom was huge in the, in the church and that's how she is all she does is all she can talk about and she just irritates crap out of you because she has to ask like a thousand fucking questions every damn day and she doesn't understand what it's like to be out 
in the world and, and interact with people and stuff like that. So it gets very frustrating. All right. Very frustrating. She doesn't work. Um, when she gets a job, she can't hold it uh, because my parents basically did everything for her. And I always told my parents for the years, you're fucking her, you're fucking her up. But anyway, to digress, my other problem is my sister-in-law. So I have my sister-in-law that lives with us too. All right. She is the laziest person you will ever see in your damn life. All right. She doesn't do anything, but it's like you have these family members and what do you, what can you, what can you fucking do? You know, you, do you kick them out? Do you let them stay with you? What do you do? Because it's causing grief in your life. I mean, it literally, I, I freaking stay in my room all the time just because I don't want to interact with them. I literally come home from work and I stay in my room where it's nice and quiet and peaceful. And at the same time, you're like, I just want to take both of you out in the middle of the desert and leave you both and let you see if you can fend for yourself. Because my sister-in-law is the same way as my sister. But the difference is, is her parents didn't baby her and make her um, different. But she doesn't have common sense. Okay, let's just put it that way. She got married to a guy. The guy just basically used her for grunt work and doing all the chores around the house and stuff like that. Um, yeah, it's... I just really don't understand. <laughs> and maybe it's just because my parents just kind of, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I just feel like I've been screwed my whole life by my family. Um, and it doesn't get any easier, or any better. Um, but yeah, if, uh, if you ever see me on the news, um, uh, you know why. Uh, and then you have kids. All right. I don't know how many of you have teenagers, um, or young adults, um, in their twenties or something like that. But, um, I have, I have three. All right. I have my son that's 27. Um, he gave me my grandson, you know, uh, he's a little bit different, but you know, he's independent, which I absolutely love. He's got a good He's got a good heart. He's a good guy. His wife is good. Um, and then I have my oldest daughter. Um, she's, uh, how do I put this? She's a little bit naive. She uh, has had a life. Um, all my kids have had a rough life. All right. Um, they had a sister that was uh, terminally ill her whole life. Um, so they had to deal with her mom, their mom being gone and they had to deal with having his a dad, um, taking care of them, which it wasn't bad, but, um, then their, their grandma died, their grandpa died, their uncle died, uh, their sister died in there too. And then their other grandmother died, their other grandfather. Um, so they've had a rough life, you know, but the one thing is, is my oldest daughter, she's had them, she had a, a bad time, you know, she's kind of, uh, just kind of, um, I don't know how to say it. She's there, but she kind of, I don't know, has used that, um, sister passing away, uh, um, for a long time to get out of stuff. 
but now she's finally starting to turn it around and stuff like that. But my youngest daughter, uh, she is, I don't know. Let's put it this way. I have not talked to her in a year. She has lived with, she has, in, she's been in my house for a year. All right. And the reason that she's not talking to me is that she was in a relationship with this guy. And I liked the guy. He was really nice. But their relationship was weird. They fought all the time. Um, and, you know, as a parent, you don't like to see that. But you don't step in. You, you let it go. You know, as long as it wasn't abusive, um, it was fine. You know, yelling and screaming. Because she's not a very easy person to get along with. I will be truthful with you. She's very moody. Um, but the reason that she doesn't talk to me is because now all of a sudden she tells everyone that I used to beat the shit out of her, which is a fucking lie. I think all my kids out of all my kids, she was the one that got the least of any discipline and I didn't hit my kids very much. But the thing is, is, is this is what I'm getting at is you can do whatever you possibly can for your kids. You can bend over backwards. You can give them whatever they want, help them out of any trouble that they're in, do this and do that. And it is never fucking good enough for them. All right. That's just the mentality. And that is just the um, way that the generations are now is they want, 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 want. They don't give, 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 you know, because I basically... Uh, gave her down payment for her car that she drives. Um, I helped her out um, multiple ways financially. Um, I gave her basically whatever she wanted growing up just because, you know, with everything going on in life, I kind of felt guilty. Um, but I did that with all the kids, you know. But her, she was one that was kind of having a little bit more of a hard time. And so I kind of helped her out. And the issue is is after her and her boyfriend broke up, the day that they broke up, she called me crying, saying that um, he was being mean and being verbally abusive, and I could hear him on the phone yelling at her. So I went over there, and I told her to call the police, and she called the police, and I was standing over there and the cop and I started walking up on him and the cop grabbed me and said, if you don't want to go to jail, dad, you better back off. So I backed off, you know, I'm like, fine, you know what? I'm not going to go to jail for that simple fact. Um, and he, uh, and she told me to leave everything alone and not deal and not do anything. Well, he was still harassing her and still calling her and texting her and stuff like that. So I had his number. And I called him and I left a message because he wanted to, he wants to be a lawyer. And to be a lawyer, you have to um, be clear and free of any legal problems. So I literally called him and I'm like, if you don't quit calling my daughter, I'm going to get a restraining order on you. And that will take care of your league. That will take care of your uh, legal career aspirations that you have because his whole family are lawyers. And um, so he stopped calling her because of that. And she got mad at me. She literally got mad at me and told me that she didn't like me anymore. And she and I caused problems in her life. 
and she doesn't talk to me <laughs> for a year. Okay, that's fine. But that's what I'm talking about is you can do whatever you fucking can for your kids. You can help them out. You can do whatever you want. But if they, if you do something that they don't like, even though as a parent, it is my job to protect my kids. And I know she was 20 something years old, but I'm going to protect my kids no matter what. But it just shows you that the generation nowadays, uh, they will take, 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 but they will not give, give, give. So, but yeah, so that's my life. I know you're probably like, this guy's fucking crazy, but, um, and then I, you know, kind of want to talk a little bit about, um, students, my students that I have, I have students that are great. I have students that, um, get it. I have students that I kind of shake my head and, you know, do my best. It's the best I can do with what I've got. Um, but yeah, it's just crazy nowadays, these, these students. And, uh, you can definitely tell that they were passed through school just because, um, they didn't want any fails. All right. They don't hold students back anymore because they feel holding students back affects their self-esteem. But let's have a a student not understand shit in their life and that's going to affect their self-esteem 20 years down the line when they're on the line cooking freaking hamburgers at McDonald's because they couldn't figure out how to do math or how to properly structure a sentence or stuff like that. But let's just, let's just let them go, you know, and that's kind of how it is where I'm at is like, yeah, they want the students to understand, but Lord forbid, if you fail anyone, your ass is on the line, you know? Um, yeah. And that's the thing is I have been over backwards for my students and helped them out. And my boss is like, you need to quit doing that. But then yet when I stop doing that and I stop helping them out and giving them the extensions and she sees the grades going down, then she's like, why are your students not doing well? It's like, well, because you fucking told me to fucking stop helping them. So which one is it? Do you want me to help them? Do you not want me to help them? Do you want them to fail or do you not want them to fail? There's no gray area on that. It's either you want them to fail or you want them to pass. And now that her ass is on the line and she's telling me that I might get fired, uh, she might get fired because her freaking numbers are off. Yeah, that's your fault, not mine. Quit freaking talking to the students like they're freaking your kids and yelling at them every chance you get. But yet I yelled at my students once, but I didn't yell at them. I basically calmly told them in a stern voice a few times, but I didn't yell at them. Believe me. If I yelled at my students the way that they're saying I yelled at them, my students would be laying on the ground crying, all right? Because when when I start yelling, I black out and I and this stuff starts coming out of my mouth, all right? When I talk to them in a stern voice, yes, that is a lot more um, of a voice pitch than I normally talk about, talk in, but yeah. But yeah, she can walk in her room and just yell at them and turn around and walk out. I'm literally embarrassed whenever she comes into the room and starts talking to my students and yelling at them the way she talks to them. It's like she literally 
ostracizes them so bad that these students are like, Mr. Ross, we don't like when she comes in here. So, yeah. Bosses and corporations are a joke. If you want to be successful in life, you're going to have to freaking kiss someone's ass um, until you die. Or you're going to have to be very lucky and start a business or find something, okay? Or you're going to have to be TikTok famous or Instagram famous or Snapchat famous and make all these fucking videos where you look stupid. But to each their own, you know, I guess when you make a million dollars, you know, flashing your ass or uh, making a fool of yourself, um, money is a lot better than your integrity and your self-esteem and your and your image. Um, but unfortunately, that's just the way that uh, the world is now. Um, well, everyone, um, I hope I didn't bore anyone to death, but, um, oh, another thing here at my school, I am one of the, probably the least paid instructors here on campus. All right. We have a nursing program on campus. This nursing program the students cannot pass their um, licensing test, okay? And because of this, my school's nursing program is basically being censored. They can't take new students in. They have to improve these test scores, um, or there's a good chance they're going to be closed down. Another school just got closed down over here in Arizona because of the same thing. But anyway, here's what I'm looking at, all right? Since I've been looking for jobs and stuff's been popping up on my Indeed and in my email and stuff like that, um, I noticed a couple weeks ago that uh, my, my daughter was actually um, got a uh, notification and it was for um, an instructor here at my school. And she starts reading the description and I'm like, wait, 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 wait. I'm like, what is that for? And she tells me it's for the nursing program. These motherfucking nursing professors or instructors, whatever the fuck you want to call them, are making $70,000 a year to instruct stupid asses that can't pass a fucking licensing test, all right? And here I am making way less. I mean, when I say way less, I mean quite a bit less, all right? And here I am at the top of my um, program, passing, getting students to pass like crazy. Um, yeah, the ones that fuck up and fail, that's on them, not me. Um, but yeah, here I am working my ass off, improving the program, doing all this stuff. And these motherfuckers that can't get a student to pass a licensing test are making more than me. Where's the justification for that, you know? I've got a bachelor's degree. I've got 20 years experience, you know, but yeah, it's just funny. I literally laughed when I saw it, you know, and my boss was telling me the other day, if she gets fired, she's going to be out of luck because she can't afford to live. She's not going to make what she's making before. That's not my problem. You know, I've known you for years and you've always struggled. But the thing is, is, is now that you're making good money, you went overextended yourself, you know, 
Um, but yeah, that's just, it, it boggles my fucking mind that the program that is having the most trouble, they're going to shell out the money to get these freaking professors in here to try to help these people. And it ain't going to work. I'm sorry. It's not. Uh, but, you know, hopefully I'll be long gone and out of here before anything crashes down. And I'll be somewhere else laughing away as I do. But I will tell you, I had sweet karma the other day. Um, uh, I worked at a GI office um, up in Prescott. All right. Uh, I inherited this office that was not ran properly. The previous manager did everything while the staff sat around and did nothing because she had no managerial experience and she didn't want to piss people off. So anyway, I took over this position. The corporate office was in Wyoming. Um, and I worked there probably just under a year and the corporate office up in Wyoming, they decided that they wanted to sell the whole organization to another company. It's a managerial company that manages GI offices around the country. And when they, when they were bringing this company on, I asked the person that was looking at me in the eye and I, I knew he was lying to me. I go, so are you going to let me go or are you going to let go of the staff? And he goes, no, that's not our intention. Well, and I also asked somebody closing the office. No, 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 we're not closing the office. So about a month and a half later, he comes down and he goes, we're going to close the office. And I looked at him and I just freaking grinned I'm like you fucking liar. So anywho, um, the doctors and I were talking and, you know, we had decided that, you know, they were going to try to see if they can get another organization to buy them. Well, this organization came in and bought them. And the chicken shit way out because this organization, um, when I was doing research on them, I realized that their office managers all needed to be RNs. I'm not, I'm not an RN. So I kind of had this feeling. And sure enough, one day I'm driving home and I get this phone call. And I worked where I was managing or where I live was like an hour and a half away, you know. So I was driving home. My phone rang. I pulled over. It was HR from the corporation. I'm like, yeah, John, we're going to have to let you go. And I'm like, well, can I ask why? And they're like, well, we understand you made a comment. I'm like, what comment did I make? And they told me, I'm like, well, that's funny because I just repeated what the doctor said. So, and they're like, yeah, but we're still going to let you go. And I know why they did it because the new corporation, they didn't want to come in and let me go. Um, and they basically said, well, we're doing it because you made that comment and the office is starting to slow down and we don't need a manager. We can do it from up here. But I already knew that the doctors were selling the company. So it was, was having that practice come in and buy them and other stuff. Well, anyway, to make a long, a strong, long story short is it's been a year and a half since I've been gone. That office that I managed up in Prescott, the other office, the other organization closed them down because the doctors, um, I don't know, but yeah, those doctors didn't have my back. They screwed me over. Um, so, you know, fuck them. You get what you get. Karma. I be firmly believe in karma. Karma is a very powerful thing. Um, and yeah, I've been bit by karma a few times and I've made me a better person somewhat, but yeah. Anyway, so I hope this was, uh, enlightening.
because I know all of you have dealt with the same situation that I have. Um, so you all have a good rest of your day. Um, and I hope to get another one done here soon. Bye.